Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this Christmas message in the sharing of God's Word. This is where we study, learn, and abide in our journeys, personal journeys, with our daily walk with Christ. And if there is one thing that I know for sure, that is there is our way and there's God's way. Father, we thank you for this time of being able to come together uninhibited, unrestrained, to be able to fellowship, to have the the freedoms and the abilities to do so, to celebrate life and and to mainly celebrate the life of Christ on this day, Christmas day, the gift that you gave to all of us in this world, the most important, valuable, priceless, and eternal gift we did not deserve, but you saw fit to bestow upon us. We thank you for this opportunity, Father, and I ask that you use your errand boy, this vessel, to deliver your word, your message, your teachings and learnings to your people so that it may inspire, give hope, uplift, encourage, and comfort your people, those people who hear your word. This we ask and pray in your precious Son, Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, Merry Christmas. Welcome to this Christmas message, which is the third and final part in this three-part series on uh, giving of gifts. Uh, in this final part, for, let's say in the, fir- in the first part, we, we discuss the importance of letting our light shine for others to see that God gets the glory. In part two, we covered that each of us uh, has a has a purpose um, that all of us have been given gifts and why we were given those gifts and that we should be faithful in what we do. So it, then it naturally makes sense to cover doing good, right? We, we've been given gifts. We have a purpose. Um, we want to let our light shine. We want to do good with that. And in that doing good, sharing with others and sacrificing in this final part, especially given that today being Christmas, the, the day chosen that we recognize as the celebration of the birth of Christ. As a side note, for those who question the date and in turn use that to question faith, I ask you, how do you know you were born on your birthday? You were there, but you do not recall and cannot recount. You cannot give a firsthand account. Um, Someone either told you or you saw it in a document somewhere. And from that alone, you choose to accept it and believe it and even live by it each year. You celebrate your birthday on the day that you were told was your birthday or you read on a birth certificate. But yet somehow to you find it challenging to hear that this is the day that we recognize as the birth of Christ and wish to argue against uh, where it has been recorded 
written for us to see and when people tell you about it. Regardless of the date, which has far less importance than the fact that Christ was born, existed, walked the face of this earth, and became our gateway to God, God in the flesh, in all matters. So let that be the end of it. The, the, the chapter heading uh, that we're going to take today's verse from is concluding exhortations. For clarity, exhortations here are meant as a message urging action, characterized by warnings, advice, instructions, and urgent appeals. Not that this is a significant departure from most of the contents of the Bible, but worth noting, as even more so, this should be considered vital by all of us, as it addresses, speaks to fruits of faith. So I'm going to read one verse from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16, I'm reading from the NIV. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. So in this final third uh, iterate version uh, of this, not third, not third version, but third part of this message series, Gift Giving Part 3, Gift Giving Part 3. We are not here uh, for and all about ourselves. Each of us makes up the collective whole, uh, the body, preferably a body of believers, but we know that's not the case. And for those that do not belong to the body, who, who may be lost, those of us who are part of the body help lead them to become believers. That is, to get to know God, to establish and develop a relationship with God through Christ. In being willing to allow our paths to be led by the Spirit, we can be used as vessels, vessels of a precious cargo. When delivered to those in need, it can help encourage, inspire, and still hope, lift, and even save lives. That is what is at stake in our daily walk with Christ. So, do good. We probably are familiar with the world's definition uh, and view of good, but in looking at it from a biblical perspective— as it pertains to our behavior. From the Hebrew word, it is to be pleasant, joyful, and agreeable. See the point there? In doing, it is more about being than in ritualistic actions. In other words, it is about who you are, who you belong to, and what is in your heart and the fruit that it produces. So if we're again looking at just the first part of that verse in Hebrews 13 and 16, and do not forget to do good. We can easily get lost in the comings and goings of our daily lives. So focused on getting ahead, a leg up, acquiring uh, more stuff, and some, for some, just surviving. So much so that we can get into accomplishing and attaining and achieving, in other words, into ourselves, that we lose sight of others and our responsibility to support them. 
it it could be in the way of a kind word that we share with someone a warm smile a comforting hug or or something more holding space having a conversation listening to them in our hectic pace we can grow impatient uh, disturbed and miss the assignment we were given to do the good we are supposed to do when where and how we're supposed to do it so we are cautioned here to not forget or neglect to be kind and pleasant towards others so in real world terms going with the current trend there is no instance where a karen or ken like behavior would be justifiable let alone acceptable for a christian ever i'm going to say that again there is no instance where a Karen or a kin-like behavior would be justifiable, let alone acceptable for a Christian, ever. An indication that we have accomplished our assigned task is when others leave from being around us better than when they arrived. So we're encouraged in this first to share with others. We have learned early in life what it means to share. Uh, that that meaning, however, uh, may have morphed or gotten contorted or twisted over the years, and may no long may no longer hold the the whole meaning intended here. By that I mean the type of sharing in, in this passage may differ from what you are thinking. So again, if we look back to Hebrews thirteen and sixteen and look at the middle part of that verse and to share with others. For absolute clarity, the intent and meaning of this passage is to contribute a portion, all or just some, of your belongings, time, and attention, but specifically your gifts and talents, and what they yield and produce for you, what has been allotted to you in the way of gifts and talents, with others. So if I am blessed with certain gifts or talents that bring things, that allow me to obtain things, to accumulate things, to be able then to share that with others, maybe the reason I was given that gift or talent, or to help others to get there, it, it, it speaks of enjoying it with them. Let me share and my good fortune, or simply granting it to them for their benefit and use. It is far easier to share tangible objects, money, things, or material possessions, but it is hard is time, attention, wisdom, knowledge, investment, thoughts, and feelings, experiences that will help others, and then the big one, being vulnerable. In other words, how willing are you to share your authentic and perfect self with others to help lift their spirits, encourage, and even inspire? Throwing money at something is easier. It's not a bad thing. It could be a good thing. And if that's what you, if you've been given the gift to get and you want to share that, that's good. No matter how much or how little you have, that is still easier than 
throwing yourself, your heart, your mind, and your spirit, which requires commitment. The first, you're giving part of what you have. The second, you're giving part of who you are. Distinguishable difference there. And, and why is God pleased with sacrifice? Looking at the last part of this verse in Hebrews 13 and 16, it said, For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. God is pleased. If you must ask, the short answer is because he knowingly and willingly made the greatest sacrifice of sacrifices for us to make amends and cover for our wicked, vile, undeserving, guilt-written selves, undeserving and unearned because he loves us. On this day, Christmas Day, we celebrate the greatest gift given ever known to man. The greatest gift you could ever receive in this life that has eternal value. Why? In short, going all the way back to the beginning, man became separated from God when they sinned in the Garden of Eden. From there, sacrifices needed to be made to atone for sin. Why is that? Because God gave man free will, the ability to decide for ourselves what we will and will not do, believe, and, and how we will behave. He's a gentleman. He's not forcing himself on us. He's giving us the free will to, to choose. So when you erred back then, before Christ, there was a price to pay. This this shouldn't be you know that hard to understand as it relates uh, to today's terms when we commit a crime, a and it becomes known to the authorities. There's a price to pay: jail time, prison time, probation, house arrest. The difference is if we equate sin to crime, God knows our every sin crime knows we are not nor cannot be perfect and will sin, commit a crime. So in love for us, he sent us the gift of his only son to be the sacrifice, to pay the price, serve the sentence that we deserved, but no longer need to, as Jesus paid it all in our place. That would be like having a standing pardon for any crime you will ever commit in life, never having to serve time ever, at no cost, no price, no sacrifice, or toiling to gain that. All yours, simply for the asking. So in all your busyness, hustle, and bustle, remember to keep focus on the reason for the season. In your giving, remember the greatest gift you can give is letting your light shine. In your receiving, be satisfied and content with knowing you have already received the greatest gift known to man. This supersedes, then, the need to be disappointed in man. No other gift even comes close in comparison, so don't even bother. Know that peace joy, and harmony are priceless. While all things material have a finite value and will one day probably become landfill, and even if it retains its value, you cannot take it with you from this life. So when tempted to feel down, 
resentful, forgotten, lost, or sullen. Remember to be grateful for what is, all that you have, and the infinitely priceless gift you have received from your Father that never loses value, can only appreciate, and no one can ever, ever take from you. The gift of a clean slate forgiven sin, past, present, and future, the sacrifice made for us that we did not earn. This is the reason for the season, the reason we can have joy, hope, and peace, and cause to celebrate. So I wish you a very Merry Christmas, a very happy, peaceful, pleasant, joy-filled holiday season, and I pray that you carry this message of peace, joy, and, and hope, and, and generosity, and kindness, and pleasantness beyond this season into the year, and going forward. Use this opportunity to say, I am going to give of the gift that has been given, my cup overfloweth. I'm going to share with the world the light that is in me, guided by the Holy Spirit. It may not be easy. In, in, in fact, you will be challenged. It will be difficult. But you can, with the strength of God, be the light to this dark world and carry the gift that you have been given, sharing that. It has an endless supply. Let that be the page that you turn at the beginning of this new year, the new chapter, the new beginning of letting your light shine beyond when Christmas lights go down. Let that light within you continue to illuminate. God bless you. God be with you. I wish you the happiest of holidays and that God go with you and bless you in this new year coming forward. You take care. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's word and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www. GWTCM.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.